Now, back to Hancock and Kelly, sponsored by Insperity, HR that makes a difference, on News Radio 1120, KMOX. Welcome back to the Hancock and Kelly Show. A happy Friday to you. And obviously, one of the biggest topics in the state of Missouri is education. So many kids in our school, the state, are only going to school four days a week. So many school districts find themselves unaccredited. Somebody out there has a solution. It may be a bit controversial, but it's going to be considered in the upcoming session. Yeah, it was considered in the last session. Uh, didn't quite get over the finish line and uh, had a lot of opposition internally within the Republican Party. The sponsor of this bill is called Open Enrollment. A lot of other states have gone to this system and essentially will allow uh, parents to send their children to any public school they desire so long as the public school is willing to accept Students, The sponsor of that legislation, uh, when the legislature reconvenes in January, is the state representative from District 52 in the great city of Sedalia, Missouri, one of my favorite cities. State Representative Brad Pollitt joins us. Representative Pollitt, welcome to KMOX in St. Louis. Well, glad to be with you. So your bill, as I understand it, uh, would open up uh, all public schools. Should they be willing to accept students to any student that's able to get there. Is that is that basically how it works? Well, basically, but there are a lot of caveats in the bill. Um, it's an opt-in program where if you want to opt-in to take students and your di- district decides to do that, then your district would determine what students they'd take as far as grade levels, um, what buildings they could go in, and um, what programs that they have established would have room to take kids in. So. It's an opt-in program. The local district that opt-in, they have all of the um, control over the bill. There's a 3% um, limit on how many students a school district can lose in one year. So if you don't opt-in to participate, you don't have to take students, but that does not leave, that does not um, keep students from leaving your district if they want to go to a different district. So, But only 3% of the students in any one district could leave in yeah. any given year. Correct. And, you know, if you look at Desi's statistics on mobility, I think there's two districts in the state of Missouri that have 3% or less mobility. There's a lot of districts in the state that have 20% mobility. So 3% is pretty tight. The average, there's 45 states that have some form of open enrollment. The average in the Midwest is about 6 to, it is really from 3 to 8% um, of parents that choose that route. Uh, Congress, our representative, uh, obviously this would have huge impact in the urban areas where school districts literally can be right across the street from each other. You're from Sedalia. Uh, what inspired you to get involved with this? Well, you know, I think it's a bill that actually helps to save um, public education. Some of the naysayers believe that my goal is to um, consolidate school districts in rural Missouri. That's it couldn't be anything further from the truth. I've had more parents contact me wanting to put their students in a rural district than they have in an urban district. Um, I just want to give parents a choice within the public school system. There's a lot of other choices out there. There's private schools. There's um, Christian schools. Um, there's some ESA out there for students that are special ed and, and, and fit into a um, economic um, level. So I just wanted to say, hey, let's give parents a choice within the public school system. It'll keep kids in the public school system being taught by public school teachers that pay into the public school retirement system. Okay, so if I were in, for instance, let's say the Hazelwood School District and I wanted to go to the Ladue School District, 
Does the money that's allocated for me as an individual, should the Ladue School District accept me, um, does the money from the Hazelwood School District follow me to the Ladue School District, or does it stay put in the Hazelwood School District? Well, the local effort stays put in the Hazelwood School District. The state money would follow the students that open enroll. Yeah, and that formula is different for every school district in terms of how much of it is financed by local property taxes versus the state school foundation formula. Every district's different. Are, are there any carve-outs for districts that are failed, uh, have failed to have accreditation? Uh, are they, well, are they at greater one, risk for this? Well, um, there is one carve-out for the Hickman Mills district. They've been provisionally accredited. They passed the levy two years ago, I believe, to increase teacher pay. I believe they have the highest teacher pay in the Kansas City area now. They're working toward becoming accredited. The bill as it stands now has a two-year carve-out for them. I'm not sure it's going to have that carve-out when I refile the bill um, in December. There is, um, There will be something in the bill, unless it gets taken out in the Senate, that basically says that it's called a, a mitigation plan where if your district is segregated or you believe open enrollment could cause your district to be segregated, then you can file a mitigation plan with the with the department. And if they approve your plan, then that would keep students from leaving your school district. There's only a handful of districts that would probably um, qualify under that. So 45 states you referenced have some form of this open enrollment. I would imagine that before being enacted in those states, there were a lot of people saying that, you know, the sky's falling, this is going to be horrible. What has been the practical effect of open enrollment in the states that have experienced it so far? Well, the practical effect is they still have public education. And and were there some districts that may have consolidated? I'm not going to say that that didn't happen. I will tell you that I would much rather have the decision on what your district looks like in the hands of the patrons that live in that district instead of someday folks sitting in seats like I sit in Jefferson City making decisions on a district that they may think needs to close, I would rather that the patrons that live in that district says, hey, we're happy here, we're going to stay here, and and their district really doesn't lose any students. And I think there will be a lot of districts around there that, that um, in the state that that will happen with. Representative, you made reference uh, when you were answering an earlier question. There's other options, too, including uh, Catholic schools, Christian schools, non-denominational schools. Obviously, this only deals with public schools. Do you see this as a step forward to eventually allowing school choice so that people can take their dollars to private institutions? Um, that's not the intent at all, and some people believe that. Some, some folks believe that you cannot give an inch because in the end someone's going to take a mile. Um, that's not my intention. My intention is to say, hey, you know, our second, budget, our second highest budget expenditure for general revenue is K-12 education. Desi announced um, a couple days ago that in the next two years, to fully fund the foundation formula, it's going to cost another $400 million additional dollars to fully fund it over the next two years. And, um, you know, I would just like to give parents a choice within the public school system. You know, it, it, it may there may be a number of parents want to use it. Um, it may not reach 3%. You know, I think it'll reach 3%, but I don't think there's 10% of the students in this state that want to go to a different public school. 
He is State Representative Brad Pollitt from Sedalia, Missouri. He joins us on the Quiver River Electric guest line. Follows a line of great state legislators from that great city. Todd Smith, Matt Boatwright, Stanley Cox, and now uh, Brad Pollitt there. The home of the State Fair, the home of the Scott Joplin Ragtime Festival, Sedalia, Missouri. If you haven't been there, check it out. Brad, thanks so much for joining us here on The Voice of St. Louis. Well, I'm, I'm looking, thank you for having me, and I'm looking forward to um, refiling the bill. And, you know, anybody that has any questions can call my office. I don't have the number right offhand. They can get it off of the website, and I'll be more than happy to call them back and um, answer their questions.